And you are recording live with no, this is not live. That was a lie. This is live to us right now. We're live. I mean, we are living in the moment and you are just separately. <laughs> but but you're living in the moment that we're living in right now by listening to us. So you're kind so, of living in our moment, right? In theory, you all are time travelers. And it's funny that we are talking about time when time is ruled by Cronus or Saturn. Oh my gosh. Wow. I That was the most brilliant little trend. Ah, six is brilliant, y'all. I'm so I just, impressed. Thank you. Thank you so much. Like, mm. I really did think about that one in the moment. <laughs> In the moment of time, because time is just a bunch of wibbly wobbly, timey wimey stuff, right? What what is time to an immortal being? Yeah, yes, because obviously we are living gods, so we are. Immortal. But before we get ahead of our time, <laughs> this is <laughs> six. <laughs> At Black Women Cry. And, and, and Shannon, astrology chef. Which, oh my God, I had somebody in my DMs today to be like, oh my God, I had been reading it as astrology chief this whole time. And I actually died. It makes me so happy that that happened because honestly... You are at Astrology Chief, and if anybody wants to find you, they should go to Astrology Chief, the chief of astrology and astrology yeah. land. But astrology You're the chief sh- of Astro Twitter. I am, but, like, I'm a chef. Chef is the is the at, so follow that. Because Astrology Chief, I wonder, wait, I'm about to, I'm about to look it up on Twitter. Are, are they, is somebody named Astrology Chief? K-E-E-F. Mm, nobody's named astrology chief should i just get that <laughs> I, I, <laughs> okay. um anyway uh sup y'all we're um six and shannon we already said that this is astrology sucks. we did and and, and um, yeah we're talking about saturn daddy we saturn. are not we I'm just going to tell get your expectations managed right now and give you the order and structure that a Capricorn would want. We are wow. not talking about Saturn returns. Not this episode. Nope. But we do have an episode specifically all about Saturn returns. So everybody can just hold their horses because we have an amazing freaking guest on to help us learn about Saturn return so it sounds like people are gonna have to be using a lot of patience taking wow. their time it sounds like we have to wait and uh then we're gonna get rewarded oh gosh it's so Saturnian huh <laughs> very much so but what we will be talking about today we're gonna be talking about the personal transits we're gonna be talking about you know, and if you're a Capricorn or a Virgo, you can just imagine the bullet points right now. We're going to be talking about which, which the bullet points do exist because we we have many outlines, many notes for all of our episodes. We just did 
we'll talk about that later. We'll talk to the we'll we'll impress the Virgos and the Capricorns with what we did today later. But please continue. Yes, so about Saturn, the Saturn mythology, because of course Saturn is based off of a Roman slash Greek god, so it's important for us to talk about that. And then we're going to tell you about Saturn through both the houses and the signs, not to be mistaken for each other, two separate things. Yes, Saturn the first house and Saturn Aries are so different, it's absolutely absurd. Oof. But there's some, but yeah, like, but we'll get before there. we get there. Let's start exactly where we are right now. And oh my gosh, Mercury conjunct Jupiter and Capricorn today. Oh Ooh, my gosh. If you're and listening. did we? Yeah, right. Yesterday, because today is Thursday, but tomorrow is Friday. So I mean, like, we're, we're, it'll be off the, 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 the edge of the conjunction. It's going to be some, have some similar vibes. But anyway, we took full advantage of that and we did the longest thing ever, which six was just thriving the whole time just truly living her best life we were making a goddamn budget and like a plan for our whole year with this podcast so i hope y'all are ready for us to stick around for a year because we did all this work today so we absolutely have to like that's just that's just the rules Ultimately, we do plan on meeting up with you more often, thinking about maybe meeting up in California. Definitely going to do meetups in New York. Uh, We want to go to like music festivals and we're trying to, we're trying to just, we're trying to, we're going to get some merch. We want to commission an artist to draw us. Like, come on, y'all. If you're an artist and you're listening and you really want to draw us, uh, we'll pay you. So anyway. Yeah, we are, we're coming into this year. With a plan mm. to yes. make us famous because we have Mercury conjunct Jupiter and our solar sixth house. And Shannon has it conjunct uh. Jupiter in our solar second house. Shannon has it in her like rising eighth. And I have it in my third. So we're going into mm. this year ready to transform Ready to look at our resources. Ready to ask other out, people for money to help exactly, us. Exactly. <laughs> figuring out how to best express ourselves and structure ourselves to get what we want. As well as quite literally filling our bank accounts. Yep. We are uh, trying to catch that bag in 2020. You heard? No, A but, Sagittarius uh, vibe. Uh, for real. And all that Capricorn, Stellium stuff is uh, in my solar return chart is in my first house. So. It's time. It's time. It's time to make some fucking money. Yeah, man. Sorry. One thing I really have appreciated about this, like, um, Capricorn, like, Sully, um, it's it's really intense, but, like, being that we're Sagittarius, it's really going to focus around personal finance and, like, being able to build structure to our bank accounts and our possessions, even understanding our values and stuff like that. So- yeah, Sag, did you hear that, fellow Sagittarius? We're trying to catch this bag this Capricorn season, if you haven't heard. If you haven't heard. We, the bag is ours. We're the bag is ours just- for the taking, for the catching. We're just, like, deciding to take it. And, like, honestly, that's exactly how I want to start a new decade off. Hell fucking yeah. Honestly, I kind of like that we start, you know, I think that it's interesting, like, how... The astrological new year is in Aries, right? With the springtime, which makes sense with like the seasons because it's new growth, new beginnings, the start of stuff. But it's cool how the 
calendar new year falls during Capricorn season, which is literally like building new structures and like trying to kind of, you're kind of getting your shit together when, not that you didn't have your shit together the prior year, but it's like you're setting goals, which is Capricorn's favorite word. You're like, you're really starting to look at things like the, and things ahead of you and trying to understand that. And I feel like that's just so Capricorn and so new year vibes. So it's interesting. Astrological versus calendar new years. And when is a Chinese new lunar new year? Um, also, because that's, um, I, I wonder think, when season that falls into anyway. Isn't it in spring? Hmm. I'm pretty sure it's sometime Google, in spring, Google but I could is be wrong. This question to me, right? Like literally, like why are we just trying to like <laughs> figure Chinese it out in our head? <laughs> Saturday, Jan- oh Saturday, January twenty fifth. No, wait, yeah, Luke. hang on. I thought oh, it was in yeah. February for some reason. Well, it's in Chinese. I mean, it's a uh, Saturday, January twenty fifth. Anyway, oh, what, maybe what, we what, should what, do what something. I'm probably going to do something for Chinese New Year. Oh, we are going to be entering the year of the rat. I'm excited. (laughs) I'm a monkey. What are you? I'm a dog. Oh, my gosh. You're so cute. Wait, dog was 2018. (laughs) I can't with you. Uh, And this in 2019 was primarily a year of the pig. Ah, I remember that. I remember specifically the pig. I guess like I just totally missed my dog year. Wow, woof woof. Womp womp. Well, do you have any new decade goals? I know we went in with a joint goal and our joint goal for this decade is by the end of this decade, we will be famous. Yeah, so you heard it here first. You've been hearing it here on our podcast, but now we actually wrote it down in goal form, like real goal form. So anyway, I hope... You other Capricorns listening to this are really, really impressed. Maybe the Leos yeah, we are were- impressed too. If you're a Leo and want to know how to get famous, don't worry. We'll eventually write the book. Oh, yeah. No, <laughs> we are literally – We're the thing is, it's like when you take two Sagittariuses and you just make them decide to sit down and make their dreams come true, like sit down and like plan out that Jupiter expansive energy, <sighs> blessings. It is blessings. a blessing. Blessings. Shannon Ugh. is a Capricorn cellium, so we made a plan. The plan is made. We did. Well, I'm technically. Do you think celliums and signs count? Stellium, stellia. Wow, mm, that's that's what I think it is. Latin. Uh, do you think that that is for signs that it's three or four signs or four planets in one sign? In the sign, it's three planets. In the houses, it's four, I think. I thought it was backwards. I thought it was the sign, it was four, and the house, it's three. Because I've been saying I have an eighth house stellium because I have a three, three planets there. But I don't have – technically, I don't have a Capricorn stellium because I only have three signs or three planets in Capricorn. But, wow, now I don't know. Maybe it was. Wow. Maybe it is flipped. Maybe flip. Honestly, I always flip it. So, like, usually – I feel like people are referring... Okay, okay, here we go, here we go, here we go, here we go. Here you go, here you go, here you go. All right. Okay. I think I think you were right. I think you were right. But like... Four, you know, I don't- four signs in one... No, four planets in one sign is a sign stellium. Whereas three planets in one house is a house stellium. Right? Yeah. 
And to be fair, there's also to consider that two of those planets are outer planets. Right. Well, that's the thing. That's exactly what I mean is, but like those three, but, but outer planets in houses make a big, or a big, or like they have an impact. Yeah. yeah, Especially ours, which are ours, which are a conjunction from that Uranus-Neptune life. Oh no, absolutely. And I would say like, you know, the outer planets, like I know some people just don't even read for outer planets from when I'm reading for them and I'm looking at them from like, I guess maybe like a perspective of adding in history, I find that they're very, very significant. So I, I like to read for outer planets. Oh, I but love yeah. reading for outer planets. I think they're absolutely significant. I'm Some just people just aren't into it. Yeah, I just say that it's more of like the the house placement is where the outer planet pops when since those outer planets are so generational. But, but before yeah. we get too ahead of ourselves, hashtag, it's time hashtag to... we digress. <laughs> before we get a two ahead of ourselves in time before we crack before we get a little before our time or after our time before we just in time (laughs) we should be just in time we're talking about saturn it is not an outer planet however it is the furthest planet before you get to the outer planets yes and uh it is a planet that moves signs every two-ish or three years depending on retrogrades and whatnot. So it's kind of what we call peer group, what I've always called peer group planets, because it's the, you'll have the same sign in your Saturn as people who are within the same, you know, two years around you, either before or after. And so it's kind of like, and same with Jupiter. Jupiter is also kind of a peer group sign because it moves every year or so. So it's kind of like your, your peers Whereas your personal planets are the Mercury, Venus, Mars, and obviously Sun, Moon, and Rising. And well, Rising is not a planet, but you know. And then the outer planets are these uh, generational planets. Yes. And when you're looking at Saturn, Saturn is a planet that I like to read to understand how people work. So like, for example, I have Pisces Saturn and I find that I best work and I get things done and I feel like I have order and stuff when I'm able to like, go into my own little world and have music playing and like feeling like I'm in a creative otherworldly experience. And like, that's what gets me like working. But like literally like when you're looking at the Saturn, you are checking to see how does somebody go about creating rules? How do they go about creating Mm. structure? What type of work do they want to do? Gosh, no wonder my Aquarius Saturn is so vaguely insufferable in like my generation because we're literally like, uh you're trying to create rules for us no 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 we we just don't we don't want to do those rules we're going to make our own rules and i think it's funny that my kind of little sub generation of aquarius saturn is kind of the people who started kicking off like true gig economy and being really gig based and freelance because aquarius doesn't want to be tied down and they want to make their own rules and they want to do things differently and out of the box and it's also the time where we've been uh like implementing Really weird, jo- like things have really weird things have become ways to make money or jobs. You know what I mean? You I know it's really funny because I really hear that. And I think, you know, when you're thinking about it, like even like the concept of weed chefs starting to become more popular. Oh my God. Yeah. Hello. And like <laughs> literally, like just kind of like odd jobs where it's like, even like I would say, like people like making money for like creating like those like f- robot models. 
like oh those robot God. influencers. Like that's very Just like another. Shit. I think like we're gonna start to see those things really peak when Aquarius goes into Saturn. I feel like those people who have like Aquarius and Saturn, it's like they're going to activate. And I think we're going to start seeing a very serious and intense boom of like astrology businesses during Pisces Saturn during that return. Yeah. But I also feel like we're starting to see, I think it's interesting because when maybe when Pisces, when Saturn, well, when Saturn moves into Pisces, it'll kind of finish what Nep- this Neptune Pisces transit has been doing, which is kind of igniting yeah. people's spirituality and like making people really think critically more. Really, they're just starting to like see through what astrology can mean for them and what even just spirituality in general and like general witchiness. And so yeah. maybe Saturn is going to finally get to Pisces and people are going to be like, okay, how can we like make this concrete, make this jobs, make this really present in everyday life? No, absolutely. I definitely well, feel like when you already think, timeless. <laughs> I think I definitely agree with that because when you're thinking about Neptune and Pisces, like that would be going over like Pisces, like Saturn generation. So it's pretty it's pretty not surprising to think that during like Pisces Saturn generation, after we just had Neptune go over our Saturns and we're able to kind of reflect after it leaves, like for us to kind of come to the conclusion of like, wow, like we really need to like make our dreams come true essentially like we need to be able to like have spiritual work be taken like seriously because when you think about it it's like i could see people with pisces saturns deciding to be preachers and pastors and because like church and religion isn't as popular in america like i think that we would really start to see a new rise of spiritual practitioners wow that makes me think what is joel olstein's chart (laughs) who is that Oh my God. All right. Literally. Oh my God. <laughs> Joel Olstein is just like a ridiculous, like mega church person. He, he, oh, he re- runs a mega church in Texas and he's known. Is he a little the guy more... who has like that face? He kind of looks like. Yes, uh, probably has the face. Friends. He also is the guy that was saying that uh, hurricane victims couldn't stay at his church, which is massive and can hold. Is it's he, like basically does he a stadium. Have, is he a white guy with black hair? Like I believe so. Okay, oh! I feel like I know his face. Please guess his sign. I don't even know the guy. I know, but we were literally just talking about this He's a Pisces. Sorry. He's a Pisces. He's a fucking Pisces. His birthday's March 5th. Oh, What's his Saturn? Boy. Let's fucking go. We're about to hang on. Just give me a second. He's a, uh, he is a, we are investigating live. On sorry. The scene. I literally need to know this now because I can't believe he's a Pisces. That is, makes me laugh so much. I, okay. And like, that's the thing. Like, I, I really don't think that like, because like the thing is people like, and people have talked about this, priests pastors like people who were in like spiritual work were making a lot of money like in the church like people like there are people who donate like 400 like thousands of dollars hundreds of dollars to their church so i with churches and like religion kind of like not being as popular i really do think people are going to be throwing money into their like spiritual practitioners i 100 percent could see that uh joel olstein is a pisces sun and a Aquarius Saturn. I I kind of <laughs> felt like that would make that sense. Is because 
the most insane shit. His Mercury is also Aquarius. His Venus is barely Aquarius. But like, and, let me tell you one thing I feel about. And his Jupiter is also in Pisces. Aquarius, Saturn, whatever they do for work would be ahead of the, their time. And also he's a Cancer Moon and a Leo Mars. And I think it's so funny because this combination for his major uh, mega church, because being a mega church, like, Running a mega church anywhere, but I mean, especially in Texas, it's basically a performance for the pastor. Like it's a massive show. Like there's thousands of people there. And the fact that he's a Leo Mars blows my mind. There's no birth time. So who knows? But that is something. And uh, wow. Pisces. Yeah. Religion. Any ooh, ooh, an Aquarius. Wow. I'm mm. Saturn, yeah, y'all. no, I, I definitely, one thing I will say, it. it doesn't surprise me. Like, first of all, it would make sense that he has Pisces prop, like placements because hello, that's what we do. The thing is, I think that being like a pastor and having mega churches, when you think about it, mega churches and like a pastor being the star, like that's very Aquarius Saturn because yes, like he was doing that at the, like, there were only a few like famous spirituals, like kind of like making themselves also celebrities in a way like yeah there was madame cleo and there was um a few other people but i definitely think that aquarius saturn would be starting something like ahead of their time or something that people are going to be like whoa what like they're starting a trend before a trend starts he also has a grand water trine with his mm, oh boat no yeah trines his pisces Sun and Jupiter, his Neptune in Scorpio, and his Moon in Cancer. Wow, that's wild. That's that that basically uh, on it. That like the wow religious zealot. That's wild. That's wild. How spirit? How spirituality can manifest in that way, and then end up being in charge of a mega church, and then end up being kind of a dick. Wow. What a time. Yeah, he really does be feeling like God be speaking to him, though. <laughs> like, just like, I really do think this man thinks that he really is the messenger I of the Lord. I am dead. Um, my, one of, there's, a, there's a really great Twitter account. Uh, I have to figure, I have to look it up. It's, it's a, basically uh, all of Joel Olstein's tweets, but with the word God replaced, or Jesus replaced with dick. <laughs> I gotta go. <laughs> And it's <laughs> it's really lovely. Anyway, do you want to tell us a little bit yeah, about right? the story wow. and mythology of Saturn? Now yeah, that we sure. know so much. As I as I'm typing in Twitter, Joel Olstein. <laughs> no, it's time no. for Shannon to tell you about the mythology behind Saturn, the God Saturn. Not to be mistaken for the pagan festival Saturnalia, but Saturnalia was uh, influenced or inspired by Saturn. But anyway, so Saturn, he is son of Zeus, right? And he uh, was is also known as Cronus in the Roman term. So either or, he uh, was exiled from Greece by and from Olympus by Zeus. And so because of this, he went off to live in Rome and was uh, helped or became king of Latium after 
uh, what was it? He, let's see. Wow, sorry, got really, really lost there for a minute. These it's late okay, night. friend. No, yeah, I'm so here basically. With you. Um, so, <laughs> thank you. I'm I'm glad you're here. That uh, <laughs> he was. Um, he showed up in Italy, so he arrived in Italy, dethroned and fugitive from Greece, and he brought agriculture and civilization, which he was rewarded with the share of the kingdom, which is wow how he became the king. And he, what's interesting about that is he, Saturn is exiled, right? He's literally punished and he moves, <laughs> moves, he goes elsewhere and he brings them things, brings the people, literally civilization. Like he created order, like there's this Virgil quote and it says he gathered together the unruly race of fawns and nymphs scattered over mountain heights and gave them laws under his reign were the golden ages men tell of in such perfect peace he ruled the nations. So he lit- so Saturn, punished, literally shows up to a place, gives these people like rules, laws, and structures, and then it's like a full prosperous time. It was the golden age and they all made a bunch of money and the, sat- the city was amazing. And that's what was inspired Saturnalia, the festival. So the Saturnalia festival was marked back then, way back in Grecian times, was ma- was marked by uh, gladiator fights. So they would literally sacrifice stuff in the name of Saturn. If that ain't the most Saturn shit I've ever fucking heard. Ugh, it's so good. Yeah, yeah no, and like when you really think about it, like Saturn rules Aquarius and Capricorn. So it's very interesting to think that, you know, the god Saturn was exiled, which is why, which is how I think some Aquariuses feel. Like, yes, kind of like that- loners. Exactly. Like they are detached to some extent or they're looking on the outside. Whereas if you were exiled, like, you know, reward and punishment is a theme for Saturn. So I feel like that's kind of like why you see so many Capricorns and sometimes even Aquarius is working so hard to like earn that respect back yep. or to earn that respect in general. And also, I think it's why so many Capricorns and Aquariuses, as they age, they kind of let loose and live life so much more fun because they feel like they deserve to have more fun after they've been working so hard all their life. Yeah, it's very interesting because I wonder, like, you know, just the pressure that Capricorn kids are, like, growing up on. Maybe it's, like, Mm. sometimes feeling like they have to prove themselves based off of their circumstances and, like, just real, like, facing a harsh reality pretty young to some extent. You know, what I want to think is I think that Saturn is, Saturn is, like, about limitations, right, and boundaries. And I think that when, Mm -hmm. I think with the difference between Capricorn and Aquarius is Saturn, um, Capricorns, I think, is children they take on a lot of responsibility at a young age somehow, but but not usually in their control. Like usually when they're young, they have to grow up fast for a number of reasons. There could be anything that Mm -hmm. is involved in that. Whereas Aquarius, I feel like they're the limitations and boundaries are more to their like ideas and their kind of just more of their existence. And people want to box them in and they want to tell them how to think, or they tell them that they're weird or strange or that what they're saying or what they're doing is, out of the ordinary and it's like that's where the limitations of Saturn fall there and so I think it's kind of different how it's almost like Capricorns it's more of the limitations in their experiences in their life whereas Aquarius it's all about kind of their own own personal personal personality or personhood there it is 
Yeah, I could definitely see that, especially because like I think on one hand, it's like you have like Capricorn being like the sign that I feel like adults as like like when you're thinking about Capricorn children, like sometimes adults may put too much responsibility on them or make yep. them feel like they have to have way too much responsibility than they can actually handle. Whereas with Aquarius is Aquarius is just flat out like I feel like don't get to be really heard and their words just don't get ser- taken seriously by adults. And they're vi- Aquarius is a very well read sign, so it's like they go back and have like even more information but because people don't know that information and they're a little before the time they don't really like feel like they get heard which is why they like Sagittarius because Sagittarius is the reading (laughs) I'm all right we be learning I love Aquarius I love talking to them about all of their interesting thoughts and all of the weird stuff that they have going on and conspiracy theories and everything and I feel like yeah I feel like they get kind of a weird rap but also like at the same time Aquarius stop leaving me on red for three weeks and then popping up randomly or liking me all first on dating apps and then not pursuing anything after, even after I'm like, Hey, what's up? (laughs) I personally cannot relate to. Yeah, I know. I don't know what. Yeah. What is but, it? How do you do it? I don't know how you get those. Aqua- I, maybe I'm not. They all be talking to me and reaching out to me. It's because is I it? live life and I forget they exist until they pop back up am again. I not, and am I not every, interesting enough? And every once in a while when I remember they exist, I reach out to them to say hello and I remember you. Like, I'll remember birthdays. I'll remember, like, important things that they have to do. I'll check in for the latest update in their life and then I'll go about my merry way. Yeah. I mean, that's fair. <laughs> so i uh guess i need to learn from you <laughs> so i mean we talked about aquarius in pisces aquarius saturn. in pisces <laughs> we talked about aquarius and pisces saturn and you know i think it'd be really cool to go through each of the signs you know oh yeah we could totally do that okay awesome do you want to start with aries <laughs> Ugh, I don't know because I feel like Aries is one of those signs that I'm just like I see that in a pa- in a chart and all I can think of when I see that now is that I'm like OMG you're so young and then I have a moment to myself being old and then I'm like okay okay Shannon relax all right well if you want we could do like you know starting from Pisces backwards that'd be kind of fun that'd be like saying the I mean we already did backwards. Pisces and Aquarius so Saturn and Pisces, well, no, did we talk about, we talked about the Saturn and Pisces transit, but Saturn and Pisces people like yourself, yeah, we should go backwards since we got it. Yeah, yeah we it. could go backwards and you know, why don't, like, I might, like, I'll say, do you want to say something for the sign and I'll say for the house? We could do that. Switch it up. Sure. Okay, Even cool. I was much more, I was much more prepared to talk about Saturn and the houses. All right, okay. do Saturn in the houses. I'll do Saturn in the signs. Okay, great. Love that for us. Awesome. Cool. Brad. Right, amazing. So cool, awesome, great. <laughs> Teamwork. Yeah, we did it. See? See how well your moms get along? Oh, E-cult. 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 You can learn from this. Your mothers love each other. We do, platonically. It's amazing. There's so many Yay. people who are like, when are you guys gonna have sex? And we're like, We're we are friends. This is this is the beauty of friendship, guys. Listen and Sometimes love it. friends have sex, but not always. Yeah, you know. And don't pressure it's us. It's not really off the table. <laughs> like, you know, like maybe 
Maybe, but if you if you keep our bringing Scorpio it up, Mercury's are like teasing. Yeah, literally, you keep bringing it up, it probably won't happen, y'all. Honestly, you're making to hear about it. Really awkward because I've been trying to work on Shannon for a little bit. You know, go the business route, try to be friends, get along with the mom and everything. And y'all just yeah. keep bringing it up and making it a thing that she is Gosh. resisting. You Dude. are cock blocking me. Wow. Wow. You all are twat swatting. Twat (laughs) swatting. What? Oh, my God. Oh, Oh my God. Wow. Okay. So, uh, anyway, on that fucking note, literally fucking note. Huh? Huh? Ah, the punnies. You the punny. You did the pun. I love puns. Oh, my God. So. Saturn in Pisces. This is very interesting because I feel like Saturn Pisces, this is me. These are the dreamers, like quite literally the dreamers. These are the people who maybe it's like they have an idea, like a big scope of like what they want to do, but they can feel a little confused about the means and how to get there. Like it's ruled by like Pisces is ruled by Jupiter. So Jupiter and Saturn, it's like hard because it's like they might take on too much. And maybe sometimes they take on things that make it really hard for them to just exist, but they do it because they feel like there's an ultimate, an ultimate win if they do so. Um, These are people that sometimes they may drink or use drugs, psychedelics. They might, might be like more suggestible to like microdosing just because when you're thinking about Pisces, you're thinking of like literally sometimes like wanting to like escape. And sometimes these people, it's like the best way that they work and the way that they find it like, um, inspiration is quite literally by escaping is by like creating a world that feels like a second world, like creating their own little work world. They might do yoga and meditation. It might be drawn to spirituality, creative arts, which includes poetry as well as maybe just like doing something religious, even like we were talking about with um, that mega church pastor. Oh yeah. Even though he was Saturn Aquarius, which is a similar vibe, but different, different, yeah. a little bit different. And it would like make a, sense that he would do mega churches. Right. Because, exactly. Like, it's a bag, massive community. Exactly. Like he made a community of something he cared about and that was his Pisces sun and Jupiter, which is yeah, his religion. Wild, wild. But anyway, wow, Saturn Pisces. Yeah, six 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 sixty sixty over here has got that Saturn Pisces working. Yeah. Work, what do you work, think? work, working. What do you think about I guess if we're doing like the we'll signs the, backwards, we could do yeah. the houses backwards. Yeah, we'll start I know that Saturn like uh signs and houses aren't the same. So, but just so everybody knows, <laughs> houses are different. So Saturn in the twelfth house, it's uh, you know, it's hard to talk. It's it's funny because start backward with this one because this one's kind of tough. Not kind of fucking. <laughs> it is tough. Let me know Saturn if you need in, help. Yeah, Saturn in twelfth is a uh, is a bit hard. Uh, but it's it's mostly because the twelfth house rules things that are you know often hidden from us and or we are hiding from ourselves. And Saturn in this house, it kind of could point to you maybe not getting the recognition you deserve or need in your job and your field because Saturn is limiting you there or 
Maybe you are, it's hard for you to make, you know, make a bunch of, maybe it's hard for you to get out of your comfort zone and your, of your shell. Maybe you're kind of a loner because, you know, it's, you're feeling those limitations into the darker parts of yourself. Gosh, it's a, it's pretty wild. But I also feel like at the end of the day too, if you really like work with unpacking the lessons Saturn gives you in this area, you can you could probably become very like spiritually actualized. <laughs> like I feel mm-hmm. like this could be like a major like opening of the third eye moment. If you can get through the kind of swamp that is Saturn in your 12th. It's um, yeah. But I, I just also, it's, it's about, I feel like those lessons are just kind of about overcoming your fears, getting out of your comfort zone and trying to, not control your feelings too hard and allowing yourself to feel things when you need them. Yeah. Um, I, everything you said, um, the one thing that I would say, and I told one of my friends who has Pisces, um, not Pisces has an Aries Saturn in 12, be careful about doing your business and hiding. Like it's one thing to hide because you just want to like be able to make your own zone and not be seen and you work best alone and like just kind of like your own privacy. But it's another thing if your business is something that you have to hide because of legal issues and like because 12th house rules over imprisonment, be careful about your illegal dealings and work. Oh yeah. Whoa, whoa. Good points are made with that. All right. So um, Aquarius, Asadon. So Aquarius, Saturn, Saturn would be like, this is one of the planets that, this is one of the signs that Saturn rules. So it's like Saturn look in this sign, I think looks to innovate. I feel like people with Aquarius, Saturn, it's like, me, by the way, they, huh? which is me by the way yes which is shannon these people it's like they may go into a classical field but like i think during their saturn return they're going to like realize that they're gonna be a little bored if they don't actually create innovation in their work so for example using shannon shannon is a chef first and foremost Mm. but Shannon couldn't just be a regular schmegular chef. No, Shannon wants to be an astrology chef. And heck, Shannon might end up being an astrology weed chef. So taking something that might be a little before its time and being like, hey, I'm going to make my own lane for this thing that maybe you've never heard about and seems kind of weird, but there's there's almost its own community or subculture in of it. And I'm going to do that thing. And I also feel like people with Saturn and Aquarius would also be like good community organizers and even people who could like go into some type of like PR or like something maybe like regarding like being a socialite just because they would be like in their community or like being able to look at community in a different way. Maybe they may start a cult, (laughs) an e-cult, if you will. (laughs) an e-cult if uh if you may if you may even internet business because aquarius i mean for real uh but let's see so i've got my uh saturn in the 11th here i think that one like funny small detail is that i feel like your friends and the people you kind of surround yourself with in your community are going to be older i feel like you might be the young one or maybe you'll be the old one but i feel like you will gravitate to people who are older because you yourself feel 
more mature in those kinds of spaces with friendships. You know what I mean? And, uh, but at the same time, there might be limitations to you trying to like join a kind of a group or a clique or a, like some kind of like, maybe, maybe you're trying to network, uh, and that might be a little more difficult with Saturn the 11th. Um, uh, let's see. I feel like, I feel like Saturn in the 11th too is going to be, maybe you will start business, like start your businesses and start jobs with friends. And it will be, you will feel like it's more of an important, I don't know. It feels like it'll be more important to you to work with your friends and work with people that you can trust in your community than anything else. Like the people around you in your space is, are, are so important to you and like you will feel it if they are not. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, those are all good points. Points made. Let's see. Pisces. Wait, fudge. Uh, Capricorn, Saturn. It's so weird to go backwards. I know. I like going backwards. It's, it's uh, making my brain stay awake. Yeah. See, exactly. So Capricorn, Saturn, this is another place where Saturn is really happy. Saturn rules over Capricorn. So these people might be like people who start their own things because Capricorn is a cardinal sign. So it's not like to innovate, you already have to have a structure in place. So Capricorn, Saturn, these people may be policymakers or... I could even see like someone maybe even going into some type of politics because they might want to like start something new, um, start new structures and like wherever they're at, um, or maybe keep the structures. I would I would also have said that about Saturn and the eleventh too politics. Yeah, I could see that as well. I think that um, Capricorn Saturn people would also be people who start their own businesses and like create structure and like create like their own type of earnings through like something that they developed on their own. I think that these people in order for them to work, they do need structure. They do need to have their planners and schedules. Like these are the people who actually like they would thrive if they had like um, a business plan or a proposal or just like their goals, like written down and stuff, because when they have like a structure of something to follow, then they're more likely to get it done and accomplish what they need to accomplish. Oh, hell yeah. And, uh, Shoutouts to every Saturn Capricorn listening to us if you are Saturn and Capricorn because y'all been going fucking through it with your Saturn return. And we salute you. We truly salute you. True. <laughs> True. But anyway, Saturn 10th. Man, if you have Saturn 10th, you probably give like like every your your career is probably like your biggest driving force. And it's kind of like, I feel like it's, you, you, you're going to have literally like superhuman stamina when it comes to being out in the, out and about, out in public. And you're trying to, whew, excuse me, really, you're trying to really like push that image of yourself out there and not an image in a like bad way, but you, you are really like, you're driven by the need to succeed in public and in for other people to see and in your career and you really want to be so respective and status res, re, respected or respective. I mean, respectful. Well, is that no? Every term of re, every word of respect. <laughs> yeah, what, I could see yeah. um, Saturn like ten thousand people like maybe when they're young, kind of having like this big idea of who they want to be and what type of legacy they want to have, and like all throughout their life, work towards that kind of dream in the yeah. sky for themselves. 
I also feel like uh, Saturday the 10th, you might have some daddy issues. Uh, anyway, moving on. <laughs> um, no comment. <laughs> um, let's see. So Sagittarius Saturn, I feel like y'all would make it your business to have funny business. But yeah. I could see this placement really like being the type of placement where one travel bloggers, people who like um, make a living doing any type of traveling, people who become professors, people who become teachers, people who become maybe even authors to some extent, like people who become experts within their field, people who... I could even see like a Sagittarius um, Saturn becoming a lawyer just because of like the devil's advocacy and like moral dilemma aspect that this like field could like this placement could have. Like it's like that field could be intriguing. Um, I feel like these people is they work best when they're not in one setting every day. They need um, diversity. They need variety. They need to be able to have lighthearted fun um i feel like these people would work a job where like there were a lot of company happy hours as well like a lot of company parties maybe they might go into event management as well wow i could see that partying saturn's literally like saturn sag literally trying to just like work find all of the ways to party at work (laughs) what is it that tyra meme party but make it work <laughs> i'm dying <laughs> oh, but anyway all right saturn ninth this is my placement i have the saturn in the ninth house and uh it's funny because it's kind of all about your beliefs and your morals and some long distance travel and when Saturn is there, there's a lot of structure within all of those things. And like you, you find a lot of, you know, there's, there's a lot of structure in the way that you believe things. And it's funny. I was actually talking to my chart twin. We were talking about our Aquarius uh, ninth house and she was talking about how her parents grew up pretty religious and, or like she, they were, they were vaguely religious and she, you know, they'd want to go to the, do the church thing. And she uh, was like, I was like, did you hate church? And she goes, oh my God, I hated church because we're, and we both said, I hate church because it feels weird that they're telling us what to do. And I feel, and we both were like, oh my God, that's totally Aquarius, ninth house, Saturn, like our Aquarius. But ninth house, it's like when you have Saturn in the ninth, it's very much like, don't, you don't want, I don't know, you want, you want to feel very individual when it comes to your, beliefs but also there might be a lot of there just might have been a lot of structure about them growing up and yeah yeah and I could also see that placement like make like when they do like long distance travel somehow circling it back to work or learning and stuff like that so this could be also not like Sagittarius Saturn because again houses and signs are two different things but similar to where it's like they can turn travel into work yeah yep but they might get a little stubborn and dogmatic about their views Saturn the ninth which is kind of hilarious to say that about myself teehee let's see um Scorpio Saturn I feel like these people would be therapists, psychologists, sociologists, anthropologists, CSI detectives. 
um, possibly even like going into law or like um, maybe even being judges. I feel like these people could end up working as like FBI agents or spies. Like these people would be the people who do some type of investigative research. Um, I could see Scorpio Saturn having like a career in politics or journalism just because it's like one this placement would want to be able to get to the root of their work and really understand things thoroughly so I don't think they would have issues fact checking and going in and figuring out all the information they need to know they I would think they would find joy in doing research but I also think that they would want something where it's like they could have their own private life as well so I also think there's an underlying sexual allure, allure and seduction to Scorpio. So maybe this placement, I could see even like just being a very interesting, like, um, lingerie model or like <laughs> model, honestly, like just having like a very piercing look. That's like very, um, engaging and intriguing. Um, maybe like doing something like literally like, some type of sex work or some type of being like a dominatrix or stuff like that just because that would involve like intimacy and like and also literal restraints (laughs) yeah i feel like these people could even be like people who are interested in sexual education or interested in just mental health wellness yeah or even literally like just being witches like professional witches yeah I also could see too, like Saturn Scorpio literally having a bunch of kind of transformative jobs. Yeah. Like you really either change up things, not necessarily change up in a different way, but like you either, the way that you go through about your career might transform a lot. Yeah. Or even like specifically specializing in like trauma work, trauma focused Mm, work. Yeah. For sure. So crisis centers, suicide, like, operator call person that mm-hmm. kind of stuff well 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 saturn eighth is interesting because it's funny say they say that saturn eighth uh it can note a long life if you have that plant that placement so anybody saturn eighth out there you might be living around here you might be stuck around here for a while so my mom's saturn eighth. <laughs> that's nice oh that's so cute oh my gosh well uh, but oh well, so in that case, your mom. It's so funny. Your your spouse or business partners may be stingy. <laughs> but uh, Saturn eighth, you fear losing control over emotions and live withdrawn and potentially isolated, mm. which is interesting. But um, also, it's interest. It with uh, I keep saying the word interesting because everything is interesting. Guys, did you know that astrology? That's a very Scorpio Mercury thing to, for you to do. I feel like Scorpio placements say interesting a lot. They're like, hmm, Plus, I'm a Gemini, so I'm just like, everything is so interesting to me. Like, all these different things. All this different thing, these different things. Um, <coughs> excuse me. But anyway, Saturn in the 8th might be put limits to sexuality in some way, too, and intimacy in general. Like, you might feel a bit closed off in sharing yourself with someone like that and um someone else else in life may have limited you in those ways too you may have grown up with like a very strict view around what you might feel is intimate or even down to straight up down to sexual um <laughs> so i love sometimes you don't think thought through to the end which uh you can 
this is I'm reading from this I'm reading from this website astrologyclub.org sometimes you do not think things through to the end which you cannot get out of your mind or you deny recognizing the answer to existential questions yowza I mean I feel like yeah like Saturn in the eighth you're going to be constantly kind of questioning those existential things in life because Saturn or the eighth house is kind of those big themes of what are we who are we (laughs) man that's heavy anyway well the other benefit too about saturn and eighth is that later in life you're supposed it's supposed to be way easier and also obviously with most things in saturn later in life everything is going to be easier for you and your saturn transits but um later in life it's very possible that you can get gain money from other people saturn and eighth shout outs to my mom yeah you you get in that young inheritance somehow um so this one's gonna be fun libra saturn i think these people would make business and love business like i think these people would literally be like huh like matchmakers literally matchmakers pickup artists even people who are a tv show do you remember that tv show the pickup artist no oh my god or was it was it called the pickup artist there was a really ridiculous TV show like on either like I don't even I think it was like VH1 or some dumb shit maybe even TLC or Bravo but it was literally a, a, a show about a guy who would go and help people pick up like teach guys to pick up girls it was ridiculous I know so that anyway, was like a big part of the culture like in the yeah. early 2000s it, that's exactly when it was airing so yeah I wonder if they were Libra Saturns um that's funny but no i like said like these people would be really good at love business i think that these people would be really into event planning or even wedding planning because when you're thinking about libra you're thinking about like aesthetics and what looks good people who might go into cosmetology um into anything that has to do with beautifying and like kind of helping people beautifying maybe interior design i could maybe even see architecture and there's also the classic stereotype libra saturn going into quite literally law and figuring out and the criminal justice system um those people could be doing those types of things as well that or maybe even a cake decorator Oh my God. Decorator, stylist. So cute. Kayla, who you said cake decorator specifically? Yeah. Um, well, Saturn in the seventh is kind of another doozy because seventh house rules are close relationships and like marriage and partnership and all that. So with Saturn there, you might have a delay in marriage. You might not get married until later in life. You might marry someone older. You might be attracted to older people in general. With Saturn, especially if Saturn is close to your descendant, uh, which is the line opposite your rising sign. And uh, I think also with Saturn there is you kind of end up being the one who has to take responsibility and solve the problems that you have within relationships and partnerships with other people, which could be tough on you because that's exhausting having to be the one in charge and the one figuring your shit out. Because again, Saturn is like, let's get our shit together. But I also think too that with Saturn seventh, your relationships in the end, like your relationships as they grow are going to become really strong and really sturdy and really like firm. And you're going to be like really secure, which is going to be nice, especially in later in life, because I feel like later in life too, you and your partner will only benefit more because Saturn, 
Saturn rewards us after it's hard on you. So if you have Saturn in the seventh and you're going through some relationship problems right now, don't worry because someone's good great is coming your way most likely because Saturn does not make shit hard without rewarding us later. Uh, but yeah, also apparently with Saturn in seventh, uh, it's possible you maybe had parents with uh, such a troubled marriage and maybe you watched them fight a lot so now you have a bit of a stricter view or a bit, a bit of a skewed view on what romance and love and part a good relationship like that might be not romance technically because that's kind of fifth house but you know basically like that relationships man yeah Saturn really wants to limit them there it's tough yeah um going into virgo saturn Honestly, people who are really into health, holistic health, people who would become gym trainers, people who become nutritionists or dietitians, people who quite, when I say holistic health, I mean people who would be yoga instructors. I met a Virgo actually who owns like a salt cave. So literally like that like he's a virgo i don't know what the rest of his chart looks like but i could definitely see that being like true for virgos virgo, because virgo saturn is gonna be i'm trying to think of how old they might be at least the most recent crop of virgo saturn's like not uh it's hard yeah that's a lot of math but um <laughs> people well, who also would be interested in like mental health as well but maybe from a research perspective and like trying to do maybe experimental psychology like people because like being mutable and um being an earth sign i think there is this desire to kind of be nurturing and kind of be open to like how how to help people and how to serve people because it's a sign of service so virgo saturns i also could see being fireman or fire people fire people um fire people baby police officers um maybe dominatrixes like spank me daddy people who are career coaches people who can help you on your life path that kind of vibe And I think that these people, it's like, I think these people, they get better with figuring out life as they get older. Because again, Virgo being a mutable sign, I feel like Virgos live life trying to kind of have their act together and putting their best foot forward. But a lot of it comes from, it's like, they messed up. And because of that, they constantly have to get their acts even more together. So it's like, these people could be hard on themselves or they could at a very young age realize like the importance of perfectionism maybe even people who would become surgeons doctors interesting but i also feel like too with a that might be maybe gemini with hands and precision there but who knows yeah i could see virgo saturn being into plastic surgery Oh my god oh my god yeah like that perfection yeah Ooh. yeah well uh anyway saturn the sixth this is a kind of another one that's going to be you're going to be kind of focused on your job but it's going to be more so like focused on your day-to-day work at your job and like feeling you feel it's you're going to have a lot of responsibility toward those that root the routine the innate routine of work and daily life And you're also going to probably be really focused on your health and kind of probably a perfectionist in these areas. Like Saturn there is really going to make you hard on yourself and 
you're going to probably put yourself, put yourself, bleh, put, put a lot of pressure on yourself. There we go. You're probably going to put a lot of pressure on yourself when it comes to like keeping your space tidy and your diet right. And you're going to be very worried about, you know, <laughs> you might get, you might have like a full like breakdown if you forget to do a specific thing in your routine every day. Like there, it's just, there's going to be a lot of limits there, but then at the same time, uh, it could also kind of be the opposite. Like with Saturn and the six, it might make it really hard to find a routine. Like you might be really hard on yourself because you have no routine and you have no kind of like order in life. So I think it's with both of those, it's kind of the same side of each coin. It's like, if you're overly critical over your routine, your job and your daily life, you need to give yourself a break. And you also need to give yourself a break if you are overly critical over yourself for not having a routine. Like it's okay. Like everyone gets things and their own accord. <laughs> yeah. Like my biggest advice for people with um, Saturn and the six, and even I, I feel like Saturn and six people just learn how to like have daily planners and to-do lists. That would help you. Nice, yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I had I had nothing to say. I like. Ha- no. Do you ever like get high and then you say something and then in the exact moment that you said it, you forgot what you said, so you don't even know if what you said made sense anymore. Oh my god, that's like the most meta thing that you ever just said. <laughs> but anyway, so Saturn and Saturn, where are we? Saturn. Leo. Six Saturn Leo. Oh, oh, last one. The last thing about Saturn and the sixth is um, you might also have some health problems. So if you like, if you go to, if you, for instance, if you go to the doctor and you get sick, stop working yourself to death. Take time and breath and take time, rest and recover. Because with Saturn and six, those problems will only come back and haunt you if you don't deal with them. Because Saturn brings back the lessons that you ignore. So stop ignoring your health issues if you have Saturn and the sixth. Okay. Moving on. <laughs> Alrighty. So Saturn Leo, I think it's very obvious to say people who are going to be performers of some type, maybe people who are in sales, people who do, I don't know if I would say real estate would be people with Saturn and Leo, but people who to some extent in their work, they have to do a performance. Like they have to catch people on. So even like if you're working a job where you have to like kind of like engage clients and kind of like make people realize that you're the best of the best. Maybe even like, um, uh, what's the word? Uh, it's really, it's a field that's really popular. Um, it, hospitality people who <laughs> hospitality field that's really popular <laughs> it's really popular hospitality people who would be really cool like reality tv show people like they'd be really fun to watch on reality tv wow. so and good. i feel like these people it's like just like they would work really really hard to be the best at whatever they do so it's like these people like might like be really hard on themselves and work very tirelessly and it's like they might also work a field where it's like they get to be the star at work so these people may aspire to be the ceos or to be the superstars or the divas or whatever yeah i also feel like saturn leo needs to be fucking right all the time 
Whoopsie. They may not play well with others. Oopsie. I hope you guys were nice on the playground. <laughs> oh my i also think that these people it's like they would have to be in a field where they're constantly creating so even people who maybe like are in are in i would definitely again theater people who might even be storybook writers or just like writers in general people who maybe work in graphic divine stuff like that yeah that's fair Oh, well, sat in the fifth house, which is sixes placement. Hi. No, I have Saturn in the fourth. Wait, really? Oh, you thinking oh. about whole signs? Oh, well, oopsie. Well, then Saturn the fourth will be then. Anyway, Saturn the fifth. Uh, there's going to be restrictions and limitations in the way that you want to express yourself creatively and maybe in the way that you date casually and you kind of approach romance and those themes and uh maybe I could feel like Saturn in the fifth house is not a sign not a placement that would be interested in like super casual sex I mean obviously depending on the rest of your chart but like Saturn in the fifth is going to cause a lot of limitations when it comes to those areas. However, I think too, that it's like, it might restrict you there, but at the same time, like when you do engage in romance, you're going to take it pretty seriously. Like it's Saturn is there to be like, what's up? What are we doing? What, who are we? What are we? <laughs> what is this? Um, I also think too, with fifth house ruling children, uh, Saturn in the fifth might be difficult with, you might have difficult issues either like with conception or miscarriages if you're a woman or having a vagina and you, you know, or even if you're a man with Saturn in the fifth, like you might have an issues also, you might have issues with fertility. Fuck. You could be, men could have just as many issues with fertility. Yeah, man. But, uh, but yeah. And, uh, I just think it's important though for, uh, Saturn the fifth people like it's important for them to express themselves creatively but also at the same time it's really hard for them to do so so it's just like again give yourself a little bit of break because you probably are great and creative and wonderful it's just that you feel like you have to make every hobby your job and you don't <laughs> you can just have hobbies it's okay Man, we're going really, we're making good time. All right. I know. So, we got some good high thoughts, I think. Cancer, Saturn. I think that these people would be into maybe like expressive stuff. Like these people maybe would be like people who, like, based off of their personality, like, can like like talk about their feelings and people resonate with that people who might go into nursing or any like feel where you're nurturing people who go into like like teaching people self-care in any type of way so maybe like people who teach people skincare um dermatologists like kind of fields people who are even in psych because i think that there was some kind. There was some chance that or something in Freud's chart that like was cancer, and I, or like he did something during something in cancer, and then it's like bam. So I could see like again the psych field, um, people who might become nannies or people who literally want to take care of um, other things. So even like people who like 
foster animals or children, people who, um, I don't know, they really like enjoy going out of their way to like do emotional labor or not necessarily like, you know, emotional labor that's not rewarded, but it's like they're do re- emotional labor where they are like, you know, rewarded for their effort. Like they don't want to be taken advantage of. Yeah, fair. <laughs> so fair. But Even also- people who could be chefs, to be honest. A not me though. I actually think too with Cancer Saturn uh, that it could be like you might have business kind of folk or big your a business or your job focused with your family within your family. Mm-hmm. Like you might have a family business literally because Cancers like want to have that little bit of a legacy within their people and they want to uplift those around them. Yeah, or maybe it's like you work um, at like a museum or become a historian because I think that Cancer in particular like finds appreciation in history and people's stories and folklore and narratives and stuff like that. Yeah. Well, you know what I just thought of is we haven't been doing any celebrities for each of the signs. Yeah, that'd be too much. (laughs) I know. I wonder who... Actually, the one person I could think of with Cancer Saturn is Donald Trump. All right. Anyway, Saturn in the fourth house. Um, I think this one is uh, definitely points to you having kind of an issue with the ch- with childhood. Like, you grew up fast. This is similar, maybe, honestly, to Saturn and Capricorn. Like, Saturn the fourth is like you were disciplined a lot as a child. You either grew up a lot. There was a lot of structure within the way your family was, was your emotional home was built. Uh, There also might be some kind of disconnect too, an emotional disconnect between your, you and your parents and your family. Uh, I feel like I wonder actually if any, I wonder, I feel like Saturn the fourth could indicate like, adoption in some charts Hmm. depending on other things because it's like i don't know because it says here that it says you know your parents but it's possible the parents didn't show you like true warmth that every child needs you might have felt like unwanted as a child which is such a sad thing to say uh i feel like saturn through the houses is so like dark but also like I feel like Saturn in the fourth is when you're an adult, like you really do focus on structuring your family and structuring yourself into or like creating a really strong family unit. Um, yeah. And to make up for potentially having a tough childhood. Um, on a lighter note, I think yeah, people right? with Saturn in the fourth could be really into working from home or working um, maybe with people from their own heritage or from their own like cultural backgrounds or doing something in regards to culture. I definitely think the work from home aspect is so true. Yeah. Well, let's see. I feel like there's just going to be a lot of unpacking the family. Yeah. Like maybe like they might even like work for family services or like do family therapy or something in regards to understanding families maybe even like anthropology sociology I could see that as well just because like I think that whenever I think about fourth house I'm thinking of your home and then like kind of like your roots as well 
maybe it's like they might be homemakers like maybe they quite literally like would just want to stay at home and like even be nannies as well like be working inside of a house maybe like building houses oh hell yeah that'd be funny um let's see gemini saturn i feel like these people would be like into like communications and marketing um these people i could even arguably see like athletes to some extent because when i think about gemini energy i think about like like you know like you always say hands and i think that there are like a fair amount of sports where people use their hands so maybe even like people who play baseball people who are like professional ping pong players and professional golfers Uh, people who might be like professional chess players (laughs) well i mean even but even things like even basketball and football like think about yeah like a quarterback has to and then the wife's hair has to catch you know like they were like because there's like a lot of hands involved everywhere with that i could see pr literally literally even being an agent like anything where somebody's like doing like communications maybe it's like they like um what should we call it uh what is the word it's very popular it's not it's um it's not i would I, it's not public service but it's like people who work in wait like as waiters or as bartenders or the service industry oh yeah people who would work in the service industry i could see that being a thing um people who'd be writers singers rappers um anything that they would be like communicating or maybe possibly using their throats Ah, yes that, <laughs> take that, that however you will <laughs> oh man speaking of throats uh saturn third house might have some you might have a very a big major sense of responsibility in how you express yourself to others with that throat hey. <laughs> but uh you're also probably really uh, focused on intellectual interests and but you and you take like a lot of discipline and learning about things like learn learning about different different things and um but the education it's possible with saturn and third and also probably even saturn and ninth that education could be uh delayed or interrupted a little like saturn might block you and then you get to go back back and forth um I also think it's interesting. It'll be uh, you might travel for business also because third house rules short term travel. Uh, you also just might feel might uh, you or you might be uh, very interested in like learning different languages and trying to communicate with people uh, and relying on that heavily in your job. So maybe ooh, maybe Saturn in third house. Uh, maybe you're like a translator or a linguist or like a, like writers even maybe. Uh, and yeah, I could cool. even, even teachers Saturn third being like people who like work with their siblings in some way. Oh yeah, or or even that uh, or had like uh, maybe they. Ooh, maybe Saturn third, you were like raising your siblings, or like your siblings were raising you. Tweet us and let us know at Sucks Astrology on Twitter or um, Astrology Sucks Pod at Instagram if you have Saturn in the third and you had to raise your siblings. Or 
uh, siblings raise you, or maybe, ooh, maybe, um, maybe you're like, there's like a sibling that's like vastly older than mm. another one. Like, you know, like when there's those, you ever, you ever meet those people that they're like, oh yeah, my sister is like 30 years older than me. And you're like, what? <laughs> or something, not 30, yeah. but you know what I mean? Like they're much older and you're just like, whoa, how? Like, so. Yeah. 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 Okay. So Taurus and Saturn. I feel like these people would be food and wine critics. Like these people might even be into the um, restaurant industry, into agriculture and farming. Um, These people would be very into like maybe like self-care kind of industries in the sense where it's like maybe they like make blankets or maybe they like have like there used to be like this um building in new york and like midtown i think where people could go and like spend x amount of money to be able to take a nap like i feel like <laughs> that's something that wow. uh, um that's shit though too where like people are like okay i'm gonna go take a nap like in the middle of the day whenever I can budget time. <laughs> yes. I feel like these people, it's like they may feel very stubborn and fixed about their own work environment. So I feel like these people could low key, maybe very comfortably work a desk job. And like, as long as they're getting paid X amount of money and they know what to expect and they're like happy enough, like they don't need to be like, they don't need like maybe tons of other stuff. Like maybe every once in a while, if the company gave out bagels, they're like happy. So like, I can see even like a corporate job for these people, secretaries. Um. Yeah. Or, you know, what else I could see for Taurus Saturn is working outdoors. Yeah. Maybe working maybe with the literal earth. Yeah. Or, yeah, like farming, agriculture. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Saturn second house. Uh, your values and your possessions are going to be real important, and but you also might lose them or not lose them, but like there might be, it might take you a while to get them. And once you do, you feel very attached to things because of that. Um, finances too. It's like, I feel like money could easily come, but also easily go. Uh, or you like focus real hardcore on saving money. I think that's probably a good thing for Saturn and second is save your money, but don't be too frugal. And, uh, but there's also a really strong need for security there. And you want to avoid like issues with like by piling up the possessions and money and things like that so that you can make sure to have it all when you need it. Um, I also feel like too, like late in life, you might get mon- like make more money. Like maybe, maybe you struggle early on to like get into a job that you'd like or whatever. And then money comes easily to you later. And yeah, maybe, uh, Ooh, wow. Man, Second I feel wow, you. I, I feel so. Oh my God. Bad. Wait, I'm thinking, I'm thinking about, uh, sorry. Wow. I just realized my grandfather who collected all the stuff and I freaked out about how, he had like all these crystals and all this stuff and he was just like a major collector of things and like had so much stuff uh saturn in the second is what his placement was his my my grandma literally had to go through all of their stuff so much and like throw away half of it he collected so much down to the end of the end of it it is wild wild 
That is wild. And you want to know what's even more wild? That oh. people with Aries, Saturn probably just skipped. The little cheaters. Oh my god, right? They're like, what do you mean we're not first? And what now do you mean they went- that means that we have to oh. take our time to tell them whatever we're going to tell them. Because how dare you yeah. cheat? You little cheaters. Yeah, we know it. We know some of you did it. And if you did it, tweet us and tell us that we were right. We want to know. <laughs> yep. Also, by the way, the Coachella lineup was just released. I love how I'm really Wait, trying to make it really what? hard for the Aries Saturn people. Wait, it was seriously just released and we were just talking about that shit today? Yeah, like it, it just released. Just released. Okay. Weekend one is sold out, but weekend two pre-sales. So- Wait, I'm sorry, Aries Saturn people. <laughs> it's sold out weekend one already? What the fuck? Yeah. Yeah, but Frank Ocean is performing. I fucking know. In April. But also, he's the kind of person who could fucking disappear. Yeah, There's no. a lot of good people on the lineup. Anyway, Aries Saturn people. I feel like these people quite literally could go into like the military. Like literally just like be someone who like is more inclined to go into the military or anything where they would be wearing like uniforms. So people who may be police officers or people who would <laughs> be really funny, but also people who are like post office, like postmen post people oh my post- god what <laughs> yeah so because the uniform um i feel like these people they could prefer jobs where they work in like alone and like they have like wait, one we, partner wait, we totally went we skipped gemini saturn no we didn't did we not i totally said gemini saturn Oh my god, wow, am I that high right now? Sorry guys. You, you hey. could be that high, but yeah, no, because okay. I said they would be good salespeople. No, that they, was Leo, I thought. They would be people who could potentially be athletes because of their hand. Oh, wow. Yeah, I had a whole, yeah, I'm on it. You I know, it. I spoke about hands in there too. Wow, you know. You were there. <laughs> you were there. You were there. I was there, guys. You heard it. You heard it. Sorry, Aries Saturn. I'm still interrupting. Keep going. Wow. We might as well just talk about <laughs> high thoughts. We don't even have to talk about Aries Saturn. Forget them. <laughs> yeah, right. Or Saturn in the first house. Oh, my God. All right. Aries Saturn. Um, you, you, y'all could be like even like into daredevils or like being stunt doubles. Like you would have to be doing something that it's like you maybe not that you're doing like super deep thinking like but like maybe it's like a very thinking on your feet like it's like you need something that's very active so maybe like quite literally like um canvassing or like just be doing some type of sales like on the grounds floor as opposed to like on the phone like you're like literally like a car salesman (laughs) (laughs) um maybe working in retail um, I think that I could see people who, I don't know, I could see athletes also being Aries Saturn just because ruled by Mars. Um, I could see like, um, I don't know, like, yeah, no, I've had all my thoughts for Aries Saturn. I, I think that these people, it's like, sometimes though, I feel like you need to like chill out and actually think of the consequences of what you're doing and not just do things and like enjoy the reward. Like actually like, you know, like 
find somebody who's good at like developing plans, but also somebody who helps you think through things. Yeah. Um, and also find somebody, find an accountability partner. Oh, for sure. Because Aries, we all know you start a lot of stuff and you have all sorts of ideas and you get really excited about stuff. And then halfway through, you're like, wait, it's not done yet. And you get real annoyed and bored. So you need someone to help you follow through on your on your ideas, Aries, Saturn. Yeah. Yeah. But uh, anyway, last but not least, Saturn in the first house. Uh, all I can say to that is stop fucking overworking yourselves. Your identity is not based on your job. Your identity is not based off of you succeeding and being productive every single goddamn waking hour of your life. <laughs> But uh, anyway, Saturn the first, you are definitely dignified. You're someone who's very sophisticated too, because it's kind of like your first house is how you really present to people. So Saturn is going to be like, you probably present pretty intensely. Also, if you have Saturn the first, you probably have amazing bone structure, like your great jaw or like cheekbones. <laughs> um, but there's often with Saturn the first, like there's something in the way that keeps you from being your whole self. Like there's a limit and a bound, like there's something there that you've got to like push through and something you have to work past to be able to fully express yourself like to your, to its, to your full extent. Um, but it's also possible too with Saturn in the first that you, um, you're find it hard to accept that other people have other people's limitations and where they have trouble and so you probably should be careful not to dictate to other other people's lives too much you don't need to you don't need to do that <laughs> also uh live a little don't like your responsibilities are great and wonderful and it's definitely amazing to be responsible in life but like you don't need to like you don't need to be a killjoy okay have some fun Wow, and look at that. We did we did it. We did it. It's did done. It. We just got into the signs and the houses. Y'all are lucky because on those last planet episodes we didn't do signs because it's too silly. But Jupiter oh man, God, a Jupiter episode would be a lot. But we did it. And now, you know what I'm gonna do? Mm. Are you taking a bong hit? You are taking a bong hit. You know what time it is, people? What what time? High thoughts. Let's I don't think it. so. High thoughts. I no? don't think so. No. Okay. Bye. Are you Saturn limiting my fun? Yo, chill. Oh my god, I'm so happy. It's finally high thoughts. We could talk about all the high thoughts we've been having all week. Yes. Like Do you want to go first? Oh man, dude. I like was just thinking about Chris Brennan's head. <laughs> And, like, I was, a part of me was just, like, I feel like I want to pass on a rumor on Twitter and say that if you rub Chris Brennan's head for luck, you'll have a very happy and prosperous Saturn return. Well, I... Uh, if he smiles at you after you rub his head, like, you have to, like, rub his head and ask for permission, and he has to accept it, and then that, like, will give an ushering of, like, a good Saturn return. But if you 
force your rubbing of his head without his consent, or if he declines, if he declines, then your Saturn return is not going to be impacted any more so or less so. But if you do it without his consent, that is a bad omen, and you will have a cursed Saturn return. Don't touch people without their consent. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely not. And uh, hopefully if Chris Brennan is listening to this, which... <laughs> Could you imagine? Could you imagine? Hi, Chris. What's up? <laughs> if that if if that's happening, first of all, I'm dead. Like I'm I'm just dead. Like you've killed me because wow, wow, honored. Uh, if anybody listening to this and doesn't know who Chris Brennan is, he's literally like the godfather of traditional Hellenistic astrology. So buy his books, listen to the astrology podcast, like the astrology podcast. You know the astrology not our apology our, our, our astrology sucks <laughs> this astrology sucks this is not the astrology podcast so go listen to the astrology podcast which is where chris brennan hosts. chris brennan hosts not brenner wow geez i was saying like like jenner because chris jenner chris brent no anyway i'm high high thoughts hey chris brennan um, and if uh you know chris brennan and you're listening to this you can tell him that we think it might be good luck to rub his head. He, his bald head on top he, of his head. I hope he's at ISR because that would be really fun. That would be fun. So I want to meet a lot of people at those conferences. So 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 apparently World War Three is trending on Twitter. Oh, I see it right now. Let's multiple let's times. And supposedly uh, Donald Trump uh, like oh, declared no. war. Oh no. Oh no. What? Oh. What? Oh, what? he broke a he broke a treaty. Oh. He broke a treaty in, with Iran. Oh, because a general Oh shit. Wow, guys, breaking, hashtag breaking news. Well, this is breaking now, presently. You'll probably all know about this by the time you're listening. What the uh, fuck? We are two days in, and the dude just got impeached, and he's trying to start a war. I can't Also, stand. Also, uh, hashtag Saturn-Pluto conjunction coming on up. Gee. Tell me why somebody tweeted and said, I wasn't planning on putting Survive World War Three on my vision board tonight, but you know what? <laughs> Can't be too cautious. <laughs> ah. Oh my God. Trump orders a strike on the airport and posts a picture of the American flag, possibly leading to World War Three. the entire fucking planet just staring blankly. I wonder what he's tweeting. I can't stand this, man. <coughs> Moving on. Next high thought. Uh, well, sorry, I'm still on this. Uh, he ordered an airstrike that killed a powerful Iranian general in early, early Friday. What? It's escalating an already bloody struggle between Washington and Tehran for influence across the region. Um, I'm reading it. I'm reading from the Guardian right now. Um, was actively, t- which was the first thing that I googled, or no, that was the first thing on my Twitter. Actually, I'm just gonna what the fuck. What the heck? What the heck? Okay, wait, hang on. Iran, Iran. Let's see. World news. What's in that? Pentagon confirms U.S. ordered airstrike which killed, um, 
that said general that I just mentioned. Well, speaking of Aries energy, the moon is in Aries squaring off with the Capricorn placements as um, our favorite astrologer Mecca Woods mentioned. So, and she's even mentioning Saturn and Pluto still have yet to me, man, this might be world war three, especially with Uranus and Taurus. Wow. Especially because Uranus and Taurus was when World War II was happening. Man. Okay, guys. So uh, this is the last episode because somehow I'm in New York, so I'm 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 like really not great, not in a great spot. <laughs> Man. I mean, but my one of my favorite rappers, Rich Brian's gonna be at Coachella, so that's cool. <laughs> um, I saw Meg the Stallion's gonna be there, so Oh we're, my god, we're, I stand. Well, I there we stand. go. Yeah, so uh, the world might be ending, but at least we're going to try to go to Coachella, y'all. <laughs> yeah, uh, first weekend slowed out, but we like are really trying to aim for the second weekend. TBD, TBD. But uh, anyway, let's talk about my other high thought, which is I had this legit question today, and I, I was thinking about it, and I was looking at my transits, but uh, dick pic transits, y'all. I think they're real. I think they're real because somehow today I have received – multiple dick pics from multiple different people and not necessarily from anybody that I would have necessarily expected. And it wasn't like unsolicited in a bad way. Like it's all good. It's all fine. It's people I like and know, but it was just an intriguing day to see a lot of dicks that I'm not, but it's just, you know, so I was thinking about this and six, you said things aspecting my mercury. Right. And did you know that Saturn is Saturn is currently sexiling my mercury? <laughs> I think another thing that's really interesting, too, when you think about it, the ruler of your fifth house, your fifth house is in um, Libra. Libra, so the ruler of your fifth house is in Aquarius, so, like, receiving, yeah. like, dick pics, like, and just from <laughs> weird people, like, I could totally people, see that. friends. <laughs> like, just people that you'd be like, huh, very interesting. Literally friendly dick pics, Venus and Aquarius. <laughs> Uh, friendly detached detached from emotion just a casual friendly yeah. dick pic why are you judging it like i'm not judging it at all i love to send a friendly nude like you know <laughs> we send friendly nudes i uh, definitely half the time we facetime we are not in clothing and this is why the e-cult is confused <laughs> yeah <laughs> and this is exactly why the e-cult is very confused <laughs> Yeah, and it's not like we're sitting there, like, FaceTiming in the nude, like, full naked body vibes out. Like, we're literally just, like, FaceTiming with our faces. But we just, like, don't happen to wear clothes a lot of the time. And Six likes to sh- six showers in FaceTime when I'm, when I'm FaceTime with her all the time. All the time. Oh, yeah, I just live in the shower. I mean, I was thinking about how I really want to take a shower when we're done recording this, even though it's late. I just that really need a nice. late shower. I'm- I'm going to go get some food. Wow. I'm, yes. I'm hungry. I'm also kind of hungry too. I've been looking at all the food surrounding me and really wanting to munch on it and dying that I can't do it right now. <laughs> Taurus food. Our Taurus food composite. Be like, woo. <laughs> well, you know, um, so, dude, I, well, happy new year. I hope that like, you know, everybody stays safe now that, you know, world war three is trending um yeah for real if you're listening yeah guys come on i don't know how what stay safe means in world war three terms but 
I can't stand that man. <laughs> God. I uh, wonder. Oh, my God. I wonder. I wonder what the Senate's going to do now. I fucking cannot stand Donald Trump. Because think so about it. Like, he way. broke a treaty and he killed, like, a jet. Like, he ordered an airstrike to kill the general. Like, this is pretty intense. Wow. He's Guys, so wow. freaking annoying. Anyway. Well, wow. Just uh, ending this shit on a light note, huh, guys? But it's a Saturn episode. We're literally not allowed to end it on a light note. And of course, oh my God, of course, at the end of a Saturn episode, we are literally getting punished for some fucking reason. We better get a reward from this. I hope that reward. everyone shares this podcast and everyone follows me, Six, at Black Women Cry. And me, Shannon, at Astrology Chef. <laughs> we had so much fun talking to you about Saturn and hopefully we're going to put up a Saturn return episode that you love even more than this episode. Yes. It's definitely going to be within the next two weeks, probably. Right. Yeah. And we're going to have a special guest and that's like, oh, oh, exciting. oh yeah. Special we always one. give y'all a really good astrologer guest. So wait. Yeah. Like, come on. Don't even, don't even doubt. The, we doubt never us. disappoint. But anyway, follow us on our social medias other than us, which are uh, astrology sucks pod on Insta and, oh, and sucks astrology on Twitter. We're definitely on that more. Six has been tweeting like a mad fire from there, a mad woman from there. And it's actually amazing. Yes. I, I tweeted uh, about my explosive diarrhea. Yeah. Because it, it, it really be like that gosh mars was in scorpio and scorpio rules over the genitalia and oh my god like, where's my fucking phone i'm gonna look is mars still in scorpio i and, checked his and, day. it's at 29 degrees and 30 fucking minute oh my god come on is it still there is it still there it's still motherfucking there so i swear to god is i was just talking about how mars and scorpio was stressing out my booty hole because the booty hole is right close to the genitalia i wonder if the booty hole is a part of the genitalia anyway my booty hole was hurting i was it was mad it was so (laughs) (laughs) it was just so stressful and i think that's because it was preparing us for mars and sagittarius where a lot of people are gonna have some angry but it's going yeah. to be some real irritated I, assholes I during I, Mars and Sagittarius. Think about it. Assholes. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. I can't believe Mars is not in Sag yet. I just, I mean, for everybody, to know, everybody needs to know that I've been crawling through this transit and I need it to be done. I need it to be done. It's kind of funny that we're going to potentially start World War Three during a Mars and Sagittarius transit. Shut the fuck up. All right, y'all. This is Saturn. This is Shannon, and this is Six, and this is Saturn, and this is Sucks Astrology, and Astrology Sucks. Be sure to follow our podcast at Sucks Astrology on Twitter and at Astrology Sucks Pod on Instagram. Here, you know it again. All right. Love y'all. Love y'all. Bye. Uh, Bye. Bye.